We are back with another common mistakes episode and today we're going to go through five of the most common bench press mistakes that I see and what to do about them. So let's get straight into it with number one which is when you're bench pressing you're lying completely flat on your back and that might seem like the right thing to do but let me go through what will be more optimal and why this isn't a good move. So in terms of when we set up what we want to do and you might have seen this a little bit more pronounced if you've ever watched powerlifters you'll see this giant an arch in their back and you might think that looks unproductive but you've got to remember they are a power lifter but some form of an arch can be really valuable what we've got to think about here is we want to create stability within our shoulder blades and our shoulders itself we want to make sure that there's a really stable and solid foundation in which we're pressing off because for some of us our bench presses can be over 100 kilos so if it's not stable then that's going to be problematic and the more stable we are usually the more stronger we are as well so what we want to do is we want to pull our shoulders back and down and what that should do is it should bring your chest up slightly it should create a little bit of an extra curvature within your upper and lower back and when you lie down you should look to try and pinch those shoulder blades together and make sure that you're almost lying on your shoulder blades and they are pinched back they're right back and you're not lying flat on your upper back and if you're lying flat I'm going to tell you why this is a problem aside from the stability aspect is a lot of people will not be able to feel their chest and part of the reason why is if we lie flat what that allows is it allows our shoulders to take over when we've got our shoulders back and our chest tall it gives us a better opportunity to contract our chest we get our shoulders out the way which allows room for us to actually contract our chest so when you go to set up shoulders back keep that chest tall lie down make sure you're sitting on those shoulder blades and then that will get those shoulders down and back so that when you press you can really contract your chest and this applies to any chest movement that you do more or less when you've got a back support it'll be even to a degree you want to do this maybe when you're doing a dip as well you do want to retract those shoulder blades again it's all about not only creating stability but getting the shoulders out of the way so you can actually get your chest contracted number two is you're not paying attention to tempo especially on the eccentric phase so the eccentric phase is when the bar is coming towards you and the amount of times i've seen people let this either just bounce straight back off their chest like fly down and bounce straight back up or there's one part of the movement that's way faster than the next which i'll go through in just a moment but if we want to get the most control during the bench press and want the most chance of growth our chest as well we need to take our time with that eccentric phase and it doesn't have to be slow either don't think of a controlled tempo as being slow and also bear in mind your goals here as well if you are a power lifter you probably will benefit from some eccentric training from time to time but your goal is literally to get the bar to come down to your chest and drive it back up and therefore some speed and mostly power is going to be helpful however if you are someone who just wants to grow their chest and also get stronger in a safer and more effective way then taking your time on the downward phase is going to be incredibly beneficial i guarantee most of us are going too fast on our eccentric phase currently so if you want a quick tip here just double the amount of time it's currently taking you and that'll be closer to where you want to be and you'll gain a lot more out of it number three you're not going low enough or you're bouncing the bar off your chest. So there's two things that happen here. Either someone doesn't get enough depth, so it comes down and it's barely even close to their chest before they drive up, so it's basically half a bench press, or it's the other side of things where you can, once again, if you're a power lifter, use the stretch reflex where it comes off your chest and you kind of bounce it back up to use some momentum. However, if you are someone who just wants to get strong in the safest and effective manner and grow your chest, then you want to control every single portion of the movement. And therefore, once it reaches your chest, it should come there in a very slow manner in which you can control it and then you don't use any momentum so slowing down can really help here if you are someone who is bouncing it off your chest and also doing some pause
pause rep. So you go down to that bottom position, you count one to two seconds and then drive back up. That can be very beneficial. And if you're not going low enough, then sometimes you can even put something on your chest like a, a foam block or something like that. And you can make sure that every time you bring the bar down, it has to hit that foam block because it doesn't always have to hit your chest. You might not even have that active range of motion, but you want to make sure that it's coming at least close. It will vary from person to person, but I'd say at least within maybe three or four inches of your chest, it needs to be around there. Number four, you're thinking about the bar coming down and going back up versus contracting the muscle groups you want to target. Once again, most of us think up, down, up, down, up, down. And that's what we think of with the majority of our exercises. There's a lot more going on, especially if we want to get the very most out of that movement. So when I'm bench pressing, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get my shoulders into that position I told you about earlier. I'm going to unrack the bar. I'm going to make sure my chest is nice and tall. And then I'm going to bring it down slowly and just try to feel those muscle fibers in my chest work. When I get to the bottom, I'm going to make sure that I've got a sufficient amount of stretch on my pecs as I've come down. And when I come back up, I'm not thinking of pushing it back up. I'm thinking of driving my shoulder blades into the bench and then driving up that bar whilst pushing my inner elbows together to get the best contraction on my chest possible. I'm literally doing this as I'm saying it, so hence my strained voice. And that's what you want to be thinking about. You don't want to mindlessly do exercises. You genuinely want to know A, what you're working and B, you want to feel it as well. You want to make sure that you have, I don't like this term so much, but that mind-muscle connection. And a lot of it is a bit woo-woo when people speak about it, but you do need to know what you're contracting and how to contract it effectively. And you're going to get so much more out of it. Once again, if you're someone who says bench press doesn't work for me or my chest never grows, I guarantee you part of your problem is the fact you're not really thinking about contracting it as hard as possible and getting as much stretch at the bottom position and taking your time throughout that movement to feel each and every ounce of it. So number five, you're doing far too many variations or too much volume. So I see people go from the flat bench press to the decline bench press to the incline bench press, then they'll do some chest flies and then they might do some push-ups to wrap up or three different types of chest flies and it's just too much volume and there's not really any need to do all of those variations. I'm personally biased towards doing incline because I've never seen anyone with like an underdeveloped kind of mid-region or lower chest and can we target this specifically? Not necessarily. Can we bias more of the, let's say, clavicular fibers within our chest by doing an incline bench press? Absolutely. So we can bias certain positions, but we can't say that we're doing a specifically upper chest movement because your entire chest is involved, your shoulders are involved, your triceps are involved, your forearms are involved. There's so much more involved. However, we can bias specific areas. And I find that most people could do more work with the upper chest. Most people want more uh, development in that area. And that's why I go for that. So pick one or two movements, put enough sets in, so three to four max, go really hard within those and it will be more than enough. And at least if you do that maybe twice per week to maximize on muscle protein synthesis, that will be enough. There's no need to do every single variation under the sun, every single angle. I've been there and done it and I can definitely vouch for that not being that effective. I literally maybe do three or four exercises on my chest a week and it's sufficient to make sure it grows and make sure it gets strong as well. So pick a few, get really proficient at them, get really strong there, and then maybe in the future, try a different variation, but don't throw too much at your chest. It's just like any other muscle group, it needs time to grow and it doesn't need a ridiculous amount of volume. So those are the five most common bench press mistakes that I see and what to do about them. I hope that helped team. I hope you're going to take these tips into the gym with you. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. 
be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.